What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Wizards of Gallery Place podcast. Brendan and Damo back on the show, and we are coming at you Monday night after the Wizards and Hawks game. The Wizards lost and are now sitting at 5-2, and two, which by the end of the night could still be tied for first place in the Eastern Conference or um, will be a, a game back. But uh, some pretty encouraging basketball overall. This is still going to be more of a positive podcast, I would imagine. Uh, some impressive victories throughout this past week with beating Boston twice and splitting with Atlanta, which I would call a success. I would have called a success splitting with both teams. Ultimately, I thought that they would lose both games against Atlanta and then split with Boston, but they beat Boston twice and then split with Atlanta. So I think some pretty positive basketball that we saw and uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, like you said, I mean, split with Atlanta and then you, you beat Boston both times, even though the second time around was a, was a super nail biter going two overtimes. Um, you know, I just think, uh, these are the type of games, man. I mean, the margins in the NBA is just so slim and I just think, you know, coaching and, and fourth quarter execution that determines it. And I think we've we've upgraded significantly in those two departments over the offseason. So, uh, yeah, five and two, I'll take it. Definitely take it. And it, it's still on offense. They're still trying to figure it out. I don't think that that's any sort of mystery. And I think that we saw that tonight. Uh, the Wizards, they run their initial action. And then it seems like it gets to a point where guys don't know what to do after that, whether it's going into a new set or continuing off the current action that they're doing or whatever it is. But stuff just seems to get a little bit stagnant. And I think that that's one of those things, again, that and I'm still preaching this, it's still going to take time for um, that sort of stuff to develop and be fully implemented, especially when you consider that. Wes Jr. himself said that they spent most of the preseason time working on defense. And, um, you know, I think for what it's worth, I think that they've still played pretty good defensive basketball. A a ton of room to improve, as Wes would probably tell you. But um, definitely some encouraging basketball to see. Before we get into the the games that happened during this past week and then we get into the, the ones for the rest of the stretch for this week, what did you see in tonight's game against Atlanta? Yeah, so tonight against Atlanta, um, you know, it just seemed like kind of like what you were saying where, you know, they kind of they run their initial set when they get down court in the half court. And then when that doesn't work, they kind of – they kind of get frantic, and it's just like, uh, okay, give it to Kuzma, give it to Bill, or give it to Dinwiddie. Um, and it's kind of like these quick shots. I felt like they were putting up, they were shooting threes early, um, and they didn't really have to. Like, and in Atlanta, kind of, it seemed like the, the the scouting report is is now to kind of just let the Wizards shoot. I mean, I guess everybody knows that. The Wizards are hitting only 32% of their wide open shots this season. So, or wide open threes this season. So, they were playing some zone, keeping the Wizards out the paint. And that's why you saw such a huge free throw disparity 
And we were just missing. I mean, we hit a few threes in the second quarter. Um, but I mean, that third quarter, it was that was pretty much the game. The, the Hawks started with a 12-0 run, and and that was the game. We never really could could come back uh, to take the lead after that. So, um, yeah, I, I just think at some point the Wizards got to start hitting, hit, making open shots. Like, I, either either just stop taking the threes if you're going to miss them, and try to get downhill, get into the mid-range game. Or they're just going to have to, I don't know, maybe Wes going to have to dedicate a couple practices to just shooting. Because, uh, yeah. like, at, at some point, like, you have to make threes in this league. This is, you have to. You just have to. So. Yeah, and this isn't really something that we saw just from tonight. The Wizards are, I think, currently um, a b- below league average in terms of three-point shooting. So it's easy to ignore that kind of stuff when you win. But, um, when you lose, typically the stuff you're not so great at sort of sticks out a little bit more. So, And it's not to say that they can't turn it around. Again, I think that they have a lot of capable shooters. Uh, I would say that um, they don't make three-point shooting a priority enough. I feel like whenever they shoot them, it's, uh, the majority of them, it's like Beal and, and Dinwiddie are taking contested ones off the dribble and, and nothing's ever clean. Or it's just Bertans just clanking them. Um, even though the ones KCP takes, I mean, KCP makes them, but um, th- they're all contested. It feels like it's it's like they just can't get a clean look. And, um, you know, stuff is clearly more oriented towards the basket, which you can debate whether or not that's going to work long term. But I mean, for what it's worth, the last time I checked and I posted this the other day, the Wizards were third in terms of paint points in the NBA, which, uh, you know, you'll take and then you figure, okay, well, once they start hitting threes then our offense will really be something to, to be reckoned with. But um, the three point shooting just is not there right now. And, and that definitely needs to be something that gets turned around. And it's not just the shooting itself. It's they need to figure out how to get better quality looks because uh, the ones they're getting right now are just not cutting it uh, in terms of an 82 game season. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, I, and I think, like you said earlier, I think that'll come with more of them getting a feel for each other. I mean, you basically got five new guys um, getting, you know, either starter or rotation, high rotation minutes this year. So they got to get a feel for each other. They got to kind of get a better feel of where each other likes the ball or their spots and kind of like what's their bread and butter. Like, you know, like when, you know, it was wall era Wizards. He had a thing with, you know, he had a synergy with Gortat. So when a when a play was busted, here come Gortat with a screen. You knew, you knew what they were going to do, but you couldn't stop it. And I think Bill and Denver, they have to build that rapport with some of these guys and the bigs. And you know, when the plays break down, they got something they can get to and get a good shot off, um, mm-hmm. a counter off of off of a busted play because right now it still it still looks a little frantic and you know it's it's no fluidity to it when the initial set uh doesn't work so sure um the the games against Boston I thought were very very impressive that second game against Boston I really don't know what was up with Tatum. I don't know if he's hurt. He certainly didn't look healthy, and it looked like he was sort of wincing at one point. So I don't know if something's up with him, but he was the worst player on the court um, that last game against Boston. And they kept wanting to go to him down the stretch. And 
certainly Ime Udoka has a, has a tough stretch that he needs to get Boston back on track. Because if they continue to lose more games and they're sitting at 3-10, and 3-11, and 11, or 4-12 and 12 or something like that, uh, it's not going to be looking very good in Boston. So, um, But what did you think about the two games versus the Celtics? Yeah, with Tatum, man, I, I'm wondering if it's some some effects of COVID. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it just seems like it, it's kind of similar to Bill. Like he he, you know, they they obviously they they have their their uh, their their style of play, their skill set, and then it it seems like when it it doesn't work or they're they're missing shots, they kind of just they kind of force the issue. And it just it, it's not it's like it's not taking what the defense is giving you. It's kind of like I'm going to get to this spot and I'm going to try to I'm going to force this shot. And it's it's just like, nah, just take what the defense is give you, giving you settle in. And um, yeah, you kind of speed them up. They turn it over. Um, and like I said, they're forcing shots when they're off all night. And so it's like, um yeah, I, I, I'm not sure, but I mean, it, it helped us win, so I'll take it. And it's it's hard to win in Boston, um, and it's definitely right. hard to beat Boston twice in the same week. So um, I'll, I'll take it, you know. But I, I think what separated the Wizards and, and the Celtics in that game is just their lack of depth, and that's having depth, you know. So yep. they're relying on guys like Jabari Parker and and. Uh, Grant Williams to yeah to to be key contributors and that's just not going to cut it in the NBA. It's just not. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, I think the most impressive game of the the week was definitely that first game uh, against Atlanta, where it and Atlanta's a really good ass team. Like Atlanta's depth and the athleticism and diversity they have throughout their entire roster. And they got a victory tonight without Kevin Herter. And I know that we're missing some guys, but um, Atlanta is a deep team that can attack you in so many different ways. It can beat you with shooting. They can beat you at the rim. They can do so many different stuff, so much different stuff because the talent they have is so diverse across the board. Uh, Lou Williams, Danilo Gallinari, who absolutely both murdered us tonight. Um, so I thought that the fact that they were were able to win uh, the first game against them like they did, I thought that that showed a lot of promise. And um, it, it showed that this team is very resilient. I think that's going to be the word of the, the season for them in terms of describing them. And I hope that that's something that keeps sticking with them, especially through um, this week's stretch of games. And uh I like the fact that they never give up. I mean, even tonight, the game was over, but they were still playing until the the final whistle. So um, that's something that you like to see. Under Scott Brooks, the team would have folded um, uh, several of these games, and I promise you they would not be 5-2 and two right now. So even though the Wizards were 5-1 and one and everyone jokingly is like, no, oh, best team in the Eastern Conference, you know, uh, which certainly is not true. Uh, but they're still not the most talented roster, and you mix that in with things are going to take time to gel and still not being the best defensive team, you know. Um, I still don't know how much we should be expecting out of them in terms of the season, but they've definitely, in my opinion, raised the standard in terms of expectations. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, we're I'm a, we're realists here. I mean, nobody's expecting the Wizards to to make it to like the the conference finals or or NBA finals or damn sure win a title. But um, I, I think I think you can through great coaching, through depth, um, having a guy who you know is a top fifteen ish guy. Um, I, I think you can play solid basketball and compete every night. Um, where the playoffs should be a given for you, um, just because you're able to out depth other units, um, and then when injuries happen, you can sustain instead of relying on one or two guys every night to be, you know, all NBA or MVP level, just for you to to squeak by wins. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that that's a that's a that's a formula that I'm fine with for right now. Um, and then, yeah, and then you, and you move forward and you build off of that. So, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like they just gotta, again, they just gotta get more continuity together. Cause it, like I said, it's five new guys basically getting high minutes that weren't on this team last year. So mm-hmm. they, they got a gel. Uh, some other stuff around the league tonight, Chicago won. So, um, they're six and one and they're the only team with, um, Okay, I lied. Miami actually still only has one loss, but they have one less win. Uh, so Miami five and one, Chicago six and one. We are tied with Philly and New York at five and two. Uh, Charlotte, uh, who started out just as good as us, is now five and three after losing two in a row. And uh, Toronto also five and three. Brooklyn and Atlanta also have three losses. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers at at five hundred right now with that. Old like Pistons lineup, but when they had Josh Smith and um, Drummond and who else in that front court? Who else was with them in that? Um, uh, it was Drummond, Josh Smith. Who played the four? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, now it's bothering me. Who was it? I'm I'm looking at this DeRozan line. Thirty-seven points on twenty shots. Good Lord. Rosen is a baller, man. Man, three or four from three? If he's going to hit that, that's un- he unstoppable. <laughs> the Bulls might be legit, man. They might be legit. They might be. I still don't think that they've played the greatest slate of games. Um, you know, I mean, they lost that Knicks game. And then I, I'm not saying they haven't played anyone so far, but like if you compare their schedule to ours, like we've clearly played more talent so far. Um, but yeah, I still sure. think the Bulls sure. are a solid team. And again, they have like all their new players are, are all important ones like uh, Lonzo and, and DeMar. And I, I know Javante Green played a, a decent season um, with them last season from the trade deadline, but his role is still definitely new. Um, it hasn't even played with them a full season yet. So, um, you know, uh, Caruso, they still have a lot of guys that are trying to gel with them and getting used to each other as well. So the fact that they're able to start the season like this again, like there's excuses and, and, and there's valid reasons to why teams don't start good. But when you do, it gives you that flexibility for, mid-season, late-season, when you're like, wow, they really came up short tonight. But you can look back and say, well, that's because they did a good job of, of taking care of what they needed to take care of at the beginning of the season. So it afforded them the 
the loss to the Thunder, the the twenty point loss to the Kings, where they couldn't buy a three pointer. You know, um, so it's it's definitely good. And again, if this is the worst Wizards basketball that we're going to see all season, you know, we'll take it. And Montrose Harrell isn't going to come out every game with eleven rebounds, twenty five points, and Beal's not going to going to come out and have thirty po- thirty points a game, and Dinwiddie's not going to hit a three step back threes every game. But you know, it's um. It's encouraging for sure. This is still definitely more positive. Um, I would say I would still have the same level of enthusiasm if they came out this week or the rest of this week, two and one, they have three more games. Um, Let's get into that right now. So standings update. Uh, You are at three and four. I'm at four and three. And um, we got three more games later this week. So the first game we got versus the Raptors, a little bit of a rematch from opening night. Who you got in this one? Uh, I'm going to go Wiz here, man. Raptors, okay. Raptors playing, playing some young guys, man. You got to beat them. Yep, I agree. I'm going to take the Wizards in this one as well. Uh, Memphis next game. Now that one's tough, man. That's honestly that a pick'em. <laughs> uh, man, Jaws playing out of his mind. I just think, man, you can't say that the Wizards haven't earned the benefit of the doubt because, like, they have. But also, like, the Grizzlies have been giving us a ton of problems as of late. So yeah, this really is a hard athleticism. One. Yeah, because of their athleticism and they got shooters, man. Um. You know what? I probably, I'm probably going to go homer on this, but I'm, I'm going to say Wiz go two in a row here. Okay. Um, man, this is tough. This is tough. This is tough. <sighs> okay. I'm going to go win two. Um, why not, right? And then Milwaukee, I'll, I'll skip it. I'm going to have them losing that game. Yeah. Yeah, you can put that as a okay. Okay, so we both had them going two and one this week, which would mean a week of 500 basketball, which you'll take, I think, with this group each and every time. So um, next game against Toronto, like you said, playing some young guys. Are they still starting that same front court, or is uh, Boucher back now and he starts? Or I don't know how they've been managing their lineup. Last thing I saw was Precious was starting. Precious starting, but uh, yeah, Trez and Gasworth are going to kill that. Yeah, they were starting. Yeah, they were starting Precious with uh with Scotty Barnes. So you know, Scotty Barnes is a player, dude. Scotty Barnes is a player. I don't know what that means for Siakam, but he's hooping. (laughs) I mean, Uh, Masai continues to he continues to be the best GM in the league, man. Um, Memphis, Memphis does have Steven Adams now, but I honestly don't think that'll bother Gafford too much. I really don't. Um, it's like, it's a certain type of center that bothers Gafford. And I don't think it's close, but I still don't think that Steven Adams is that center that would, that will bother Daniel Gafford a whole lot. Um, speaking of Daniel Gafford, can we have that damn conversation real quick? Um, cause, cause it's bothering me still. Um, I look, 
I understand why they paid him. I, I get the logic behind it. I get it. Because if he blows up this season, then, um, you know, you're, you're looking at paying him probably a Jan Mihimi contract, which is something that the Wizards cannot uh, afford to really do. And so I get it. But at the same time, I don't understand what he showed you in terms of the, the, the most important thing in sports is availability, right? The most important ability is availability. And between his foul trouble and um, the, the he's now missed a, a healthy chunk of games. And, um, you know, I – he doesn't play more than – I don't know how much minutes he played tonight, but he's carrying over that 17 minutes that we saw last season from him. I I, 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 I just don't understand it really right now. Um, again, I, I get the logic, but I, I it's not something that I side with and that I personally agree with. I, I would have waited, uh, maybe tried to push it off as long as you could, at least see if he can play – 25 to 28 minutes a night and stay out of foul trouble before you pay him that sort of money. Because no matter what you do, I don't care if you score um, a point for every two minutes that you're in. Yeah, It's not worth $13 million a year to me if you're only going to be on the court for 17 minutes. Well, that, thir- that 13 mil a year don't kick in until for another two years, though. And, sure. And by that time... And by that time, I think you have a new CBA coming where $13 million is going to be basically like what, what we look at like eight, $8 million a year is now. Um, so I, I think the money they gave him, I think, is fair. It's kind of like it's kind of like fringe starter um, money, kind of like the same kind of contract I feel like they gave Thomas Bryant. Um, sure. It's just yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously, it's more because again, you know, the cap is going to go up every year. So, you know, by the time that thirteen hit, you know, that's it's going to look a lot different. Thirteen a year when it's, uh, <laughs> you know, a hundred and sixty million dollar cap. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not mad at the money. I probably would have waited until the summer. Um, but I understand the logic of behind kind of doing it early. If you feel like that's a guy that you need on the team, that's a presence you're missing, and you see the potential there, you see the work ethic, and you just want to lock it up early because the price only will go up if he plays better. Um, so, sure. Sure. yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too mad at it because it's not. I don't feel like it's a dollar amount that say Gaffer doesn't become what we think he can become, it's not a dollar amount that in two years is so crazy you can't move it. Sure. Um, overall with Gaffer this season, I think I'm still I'm, – I'm impressed with his play, you know. Um, I don't know if there's any one player so far where I can say I'm totally unimpressed with. I think mostly everyone this season has – has done a good job for um, if they get limited minutes. I think that everyone does solid there. If they're asked to play big minutes, I think that everyone has almost made the most of it. You, you can argue you're still a little underwhelmed with some guys, but um, I mean, at this point, are there any players that you feel that you aren't getting enough out of? Uh, on the whole, no. I feel like on the whole, like guys have actually overperformed um, expectations. Um, certain games here and there. 
Um, I just wanted I just wanted them to be a little more consistent. Like like for instance tonight, even though uh, he played a good floor game, I felt like Dinwiddie um, he kind of just went missing. Like it was times where he's in the game, and I'm like, is Dinwiddie playing? Like you know, sure. I don't feel that presence. Like all right, man, get to your stuff, get to the rim, get to the free throw line. Um, you know, mm-hmm. get to your bag. Like it just felt like he was just kind of blending in. Um, which is fine if you're if you're gonna, you know, get it to guys and 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 they're hitting shots. But you know, if your team is kind of reeling offensively, and you you supposed to be the number two guy, I'm gonna need you to give me more than I think he had what eleven points. I need you yeah. to give me more than that. Um, like recognize yeah. the moment and go and go help your team, man, with what they need. Like that that to me is what. If you're gonna be a top two option, and this is going off of what he said, you know, you gotta recognize the moment and say, okay, let me go get these guys going. Let me go get mine because we need it. We can't. We struggling to get shots. I know I can get my shot. Let me go get it. Sure. And you know, and we both know this, but just to reiterate, you know, I mean, every player is entitled to an off night or a night where. Um, they don't contribute as much as you'd expect or as much as they normally would based on averages. So um, th- it's not something that is overly concerning. It's just something that you, you don't want to see too much of because there, I guarantee it, there's going to be more nights this season where Dinwiddie doesn't have a good game. There's going to be nights where Brad doesn't have a good game. There's going to be nights where Montrose Harrell looks like poop. Um, but yeah. the, the the key is you don't want to – see patterns you don't want to see consistency in that regard um but i again i think this is a lot more positivity it's kind of dampering it a little bit right now because we're not talking after a win where i think we'd be a little bit more um enthusiastic you know it's not the end of the world but you know it's disappointing when when your team loses and you got to sit there and um talk about a bunch of stuff but uh i think that's going to do it for us for this week do you have anything else before we get out of here just keep playing hard. Keep competing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, we got two and one for the rest of this week. So let's hope that we can get a strong couple games against uh, Memphis and Toronto and then play some competitive ball against Milwaukee. And then anything more than that will take, right? Indeed. Indeed. All righty. Thanks, guys, once again for uh, tuning in. And make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And rate us five stars, leave us a review, and we will see you next time.